Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we have Jeff Bolvino. Jeff, you are the founder and CEO of Boost Media Group. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, Josh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, all right. So Boost is, uh, you guys have gone through a lot of growth and that's what we want to talk about because there's a lot of other agency owners that listen to this program and they want to, they were like, man, what are those guys doing? All right. So I guess to start off, if you want to just kind of explain what it is that Boost Media Group does. Yeah. Boost Media Group, we are a full service digital marketing agency. So we do just about anything having to do with online digital marketing. Um, as of uh, January, we'll be in business for 10 years. Wow. And, uh, you know, the, the bulk of our growth has really happened over the last three to four years. Um, for the first six years, uh, close to seven years, we were probably just a small boutique agency, right around 10, 12 people. Um, and over the last, uh, you know, three years, we've exploded to, we're approaching uh, 60 people now. And we, in fact, <laughs> just, we just acquired another marketing company uh, uh, about a month and a half ago. So, you know, I can't, I can't complain. Things couldn't be better. Yeah. What, so what happened three years ago? Uh, you know, we, we got involved with a project uh, by the name of Jeremy Buendia. It, Jeremy Buendia is a Olympian um, uh, athlete, uh, Mr. Olympia, a bodybuilder in the physique class. And I met him in between his second uh, and third Olympia um, competitions. And he hired me to do a little website work. Um, I was chasing him around for a couple thousand dollars. And, and it was like, you know, I became friends with them. And I said, hey, Jeremy, what's going on? Like, you know, this isn't a lot of money. Like, you're, you're the king of bodybuilding. You're, you know, you're at the top of your career. This is nothing for you. And he says, man, Jeff, I don't make a lot of money. And, and it really hit me because being a marketer, I'm like witnessing this guy who's at the top of his, his career. He can't go any higher. Right. And, and, you know, you're, you're the number one athlete in your division uh, and you're not making a lot of money. What do you do when you retire three years from now or five years from now? And so I started looking at the industry and looking at him and I said, Hey, look, I'll tell you what, I'll build your funnel for you if you partner with me. And, and that's really what, that like little bit of a risk in, in committing to that is kind of the momentum that caused the growth because we blew it up for him. We, uh, we turned that into a seven-figure funnel in two and a half years. Uh, it changed his life. Oh my it, it changed our path as an agency. And it, it, it kind of catapulted us into this uh, next level of, of digital marketing, building elaborate funnels and utilizing uh, marketing automation and, and just getting really good at the core practices of it. So what exactly did you do for Jeremy then? How did you get, so like I'm looking at your LinkedIn page right now and, and uh, find out how Boost Media Group took Jeremy Buendia, Buendia. from zero to seven figures in just three years. And then of course, uh, you know, I guess you could just, uh, I don't mean for you to spoil the ending of the, the free ebook that you give mm. away. Uh, Not but, at all. Uh, tell me. 
Yeah, we could talk talk about the indie because the ebook is really good about laying out the process, like what mm-hmm. what it took to build that. Um, but you know, we, uh, uh, you know, Jeremy was was passionate about bodybuilding, and so we created you know ebooks, um, a membership site, and we did. We we're one of the first, not the first, but one of the first to do online coaching, fitness coaching. So you know, traditionally, when you're coached by somebody. Um, you would go into a gym and you'd have a personal trainer there with you. And we're, we started doing all of that virtually through uh, his mobile app. And so, uh, you know, with those three products, as well as like clothing and supplements, you know, uh, they all tied in really well together. And we were able to, you know, um, uh, you know, grow those digital products online. Uh, we did six figures year one. We did right around, uh, uh, right between, I believe it was three to 400,000 year two. And by year three, we were projecting eight and we actually cleared a million. So, yeah, you know, it, it was a phenomenal success story. And, uh, you know, to be honest, we made a lot of mistakes <laughs> in the beginning yep. and learned things the hard way. But, uh, it, it, I, you know, it was one of the, the most rewarding experiences that um, I've been experiencing as, as an entrepreneur. Wow. So, uh, you know, obviously you've been doing this for quite some time and you have a lot of experience with this. Uh, you know what, uh, you know, we get a lot of marketers listen to this program as well. And so, you know, marketers are always really interested in learning from one another about what's working very well. Um, there's been a lot of evolution over the past couple of years, particularly in social. And I am hearing uh, that if you thought those changes were big, just right. hold on to your hats. Uh, particularly, I think if you belong to the club where you think you're just one funnel away and you know you could just sell people directly into a, a webinar funnel and start selling them really traditional uh, uh, short funnels, it's Facebook's not really big on that. Like they're kind of, you could tell me your observation, but I think it's, it's going to require a little bit more intelligence and a little bit, I'd say deeper of a funnel, a little bit more relationship building as opposed to just going for the jugular and trying to get people to sign up and give you money right out of the gate. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of changes taking place in the landscape of digital marketing, especially social media and social media advertising. And and it's 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 a couple things. It's one, it's it's gotten extremely a lot more competitive, mm-hmm. right? So you know everybody now knows that Facebook ads are the way to go, or Instagram ads are the way to go, and LinkedIn's great for B two B. And and so everybody's flocking to these platforms. And awareness of these platforms is really kind of rising now to where, you know, most people are aware and trying to do something on there. So the competitive nature of those platforms has, has gone through the roof. Like just to, to stand out as a competitive product or brand on those platforms has been a lot more difficult. Uh, in addition to that, um, you know, the advertisers, privacy issues um, with, you know, uh, some of the things that we've seen, uh, you know, with Facebook being involved yeah. with, you used to be able to get a lot more data from Facebook or third-party uh, uh, data providers in your ad campaigns. They've made a, a lot of restrictions over the last uh, you know, 12 months to 18 months because of some of the things they've gotten their hand slapped for in you know, data violations. Um, and so you, you have to be a little bit more creative um, and uh, from that perspective. And, and the ad costs are, have gone up dramatically over the last... Uh, 12 to 24 months. And so what used to be affordable and, and provide a good ROI, you know, 16 months ago, doesn't necessarily work today. 
Um, so, you know, it all comes down to uh, doing your research and, and, and coming up with a strategy. Because what I find is that most business owners, they kind of know I, I should be doing something on Facebook. Kind of like how we all knew 10 years ago we needed to be in the yellow pages. At minimum, you had to be listed there, right? Like, so nowadays, you have to at least be doing something on Facebook, but they don't know how to do the research to create the strategy. And so they just go there, they spend some money on ads and it doesn't work well. And then they're like, oh, this doesn't work for me. But there was like zero real strategy behind it. And I think that's a great place for most people to start is look at what your competitors are doing and, and come up with a strategy before you just go spend $500 a month on Facebook ads. Yeah. What do you see other marketers or maybe other marketing agencies do that you either don't like or don't agree with and Boost does differently? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and by the way... That, that, this, that was the world's biggest softball, my friend. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, and this is something I'll admit is fairly new for us. Um, you know, for... Being in business almost 10 years, I struggled for a long time with how did we differentiate ourselves. And even with the success that we had with Jeremy, it was like, how, do we, how are we different than, than most other agencies out there? And we, we came uh, to an epiphany about uh, a little over a year, year and a half ago, where all our new clients that come on board, we, we won't work with them until we've completed a uh, digital marketing strategy workshop. Oh. And then that process that we go through over those few weeks, we draft a fully encompassing digital marketing strategy that's, that could be their marketing plan online for the next one to five years, average two to three. Because what we realized, and even with ourselves, that we were going to work with clients in very much a product-based solution. Like, hey, we're going to sell you some, some Facebook ads. Hey, we're going to sell you some SEO. We're going to sell you some pay-per-click. And we didn't really know what their overall business goals were. And so we said, kind of hit the pause button for a minute. And we, we started doing these marketing strategy workshops with our, with our new customers. And we went really uh, in depth on what their business goals were in auditing where they were currently at. And then really in depth on all of their direct competitors, indirect, local, national, looking for the outliers of everybody who's doing it right. And then we mapped everything out from a digital marketing perspective, every aspect of digital marketing. And then we circled back and tied it into where they were from a budget perspective. And then now we're able to implement what the things that they can afford. They're going to have the biggest impact on their company, not on their marketing, the biggest impact on what their company's goals are. And so that has become the Bible of what we do. Um, we start every customer out with a, a digital marketing workshop and it's, it's changed the way we do things and it, it's just changed the relationship we have with our clients and, and it's, uh, it gives us a roadmap from day one so we know how to be successful. So that's what we do different. For people that haven't been paying attention, other than maybe just the basics when it comes to SEO, how has uh, Google evolved over the past year or so? Um, it, it's become tremendously more localized and personalized. So, uh, you know, Google's giving you results based on your location, where you're at right now, and your history. Um, 
in what other types of results that you liked. So it, it's going to give, you know, Josh, if we're sitting in the, in the same Starbucks side by side and we search for the same thing, it, it's going to give me a different result than you. And more importantly, if you're in a different wow. Starbucks five miles away, it's going to give you different results based on your location. So it's become very um, hyper-personalized. Um, and, uh, you know, they're looking for um, much more of the quality of the interaction that you get with your content than just posting content. So the days of just blogging and posting backlinks to kind of improve your ranking isn't going to work near as well as it, it did before if you're not getting interactions and engagement. Yeah. Um, and, and as well, I guess, along with that, um, how have things evolved in terms of paid advertising with the, the Google property? So both Google and YouTube. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, obviously, um, prices keep going up and up. You know, they're, they're the, there's not a lot of competition that's relative to Google pay-per-click or YouTube. I mean, of course you've got other search engines, but I mean, Google's, you know, 97% yeah. plus a search. So, you know, it's, uh, the prices have gone dramatically up. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, people are, are turning to other very interesting sources of advertising. Like, uh, we do a lot of device ID targeting mm-hmm. where, you know, you've got your mobile device. If, if uh, I'm targeting, let's say, um, uh, boat owners, and I take my phone with me to a boat show, then I can serve up ads to all the mobile devices that went to that boat show. And if I'm Mastercraft, now I'm able to get ads to all those device IDs that went to that boat show. That's amazing for me. And so, you know, we're doing a lot of uh, uh, a lot, there's a lot of interesting, very creative advertising techniques out there that are becoming um, items to implement in addition to search, like with Google pay-per-click, that can be a lot more cost-effective and they're a lot more top of funnel. So you're able to get a lot more impressions for a lower dollar amount and uh, convert. Yeah. Um, and, and then I guess one last thing, and just in terms of like marketing trends and strategy, and, and that would be the importance of content. And if I were a business owner, what content would you advise people focus on? Um, you know, uh, I, I'll give Gary Vaynerchuk the credit because I heard him say it mm-hmm. first, you know, he, he put out an excellent PowerPoint about a year and a half ago uh, on pillar content, and we've adopted that terminology and methodology in-house as well. And so what I mean by pillar content is, is long-form content. This, this interview between Josh, between you and I, is a great example of pillar content. Like this recorded interview will be approximately 30 minutes long. We've got video, we've got audio. That pillar content now can be repurposed and, and turned into a blog article, can be turned into more micro content. I can edit up pieces of this video and this podcast. And then, and then even little snippets of that uh, to post on Facebook. And the idea is that each of those smaller pieces kind of ladder up like the runs of a ladder to the larger form content with call to actions along the way. So most people are looking at their content like on the bottom run, like what am I going to post on social media? And then separately, what am I going to blog about? What we recommend is look at the long form pillar content, start with the biggest piece you can develop, and then chop that up into smaller bite-sized pieces to use all over the place because it links and ladders up to that pillar content. And now 
people can take the next step on, up the ladder and learn more about you and engage with you. So yeah. um, I think that's the, the, the best thing I could recommend. Uh, Jeff, uh, one thing that you've done with Boost is, is you've actually grown through acquisitions. Uh, what what gave you the <laughs> what what made you think that that was? And I know that that's something that you're looking at in 2020 as well. Right. Uh, um, that that yeah, like I, how do you how do you? I mean, every deal is going to be different. Uh, but t- tell me a little bit more about that strategy. Yeah, it's um it's interesting because uh, in my when I had a career and I worked for, you know, a VC funded company, we acquired other companies through mergers and acquisition. It was our our core strategy. Mm. And I really never thought of it as a growing agency uh, until a couple of years ago when a friend of mine who owns an agency by the name of Aaron uh, and I were at breakfast and he was kind of joking around. He's like, why don't you just buy us? Or why don't we merge the companies? And and we we've been good friends for over ten years. I hired him a long time ago to do some marketing for me. Yeah, and uh, and so over the last couple of years, those conversations just progressed, and we started getting serious about it about uh, three four months ago, and closed the deal about a month and a half ago. Um, for both of us, being in business as an agency for he was in business eleven, me ten. It's been the best thing we've ever done, and. Uh, we complemented each other very well. He was highly um, focused on uh, pay-per-click and, and search ads, and we were more focused on funnels and social media. So when you combine mm-hmm. the two companies, there's this natural complement. But you know, I would never have gotten, uh, I would never have been able to hire somebody who's now responsible for what he is responsible for yeah. to have that ownership level commitment like he has as a partner now so um it's something that uh has gone very well and we're um very excited to try to do it again and and maybe incorporate that into our growth model um you know aggressively i think we're going to try to do four next year one a quarter and if we end up doing two or three that'll be great um but i think it's going to be something that we want to complement our existing sales process with this with this acquisition process so is it, I mean, is it kind of just like a one plus one equals three kind of thing? I mean, it's not like you're, you're, I guess, again, the, the deals are all kind of structured differently. Uh, is it, is it just kind of an alignment under a single name or like what, what would you be looking for in most deals? Would you say? Um, well, one is, I think you're, you're looking for somebody who's probably been in business over five years, right? Like, you know, that they're experienced, they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, and, they've worked out all the bugs. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you know, if you're into it two or three years, you still got a lot of vigor left in you, and you you may you kind of like you're still operating off that I'm a new entrepreneur, yeah, uh, you know, high, if you will, right? Uh, and so yeah. you gotta you gotta be in business long enough to realize that you kind of need help, right? Where you're not trying to take on the world on your own. Um, so you got to be open to it mentally, and I think it takes somebody in that frame of mind that's been around for five or plus years. Uh, and I think the sweet spot is probably, you know, they're uh, under a million in revenue and over two, 300,000 in revenue. Because, uh, you know, from that perspective, uh, they're small enough to where they can't afford the infrastructures that we've built. Like they don't have an HR department. Yeah. They don't have an IT support department. You know, so they're, they're wearing all the different hats as the entrepreneur. They don't have the infrastructure that we have. And there's a lot of efficiencies 
that we've been able to build into our company. So we can absorb that book of business and revenue and possibly make it more attractive to them financially uh, than what they were experiencing as a business owner before because of we just a little bit more mature and we have that infrastructure to support it. Nice, nice. Um, well, great. Well, Jeff, uh, listen, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and again, you're on the web at boostmediagroup.com. Uh, just tell me about the clients. Uh, one, more, one last question. So who do you serve and what is a great way for them to begin to engage with it and kind of learn about the work that you're doing, uh, maybe kind of um, learn more about your services and, and not just, um, I guess, just get to know you. And, and get, your, get to know your philosophy. Yeah, I think that, that, you know, going to the website and going to our social media profiles is a great, like, first step. But what I recommend is for, you know, business owners that um, have any questions about marketing, marketing strategy, how do they improve what they're doing online, how do they get more leads, more customers, increase their profits, just schedule a free half-hour call with me. I mean, I make myself completely available to anyone who wants to talk. I don't, I don't, filter it by opportunity size or company size. And, and, you know, hopefully I can continue to do that because I believe connecting with people is the, is the best way to learn and help people. Um, as far as like types of clients that we work with, you know, we really do work with everything from the small business owner to the companies that are on the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing company list. So it's, you know, it's all over the board. Uh, we do specialize in you know, the health, wellness, and fitness industry, just because we've done really well there. Yeah. We work with a lot of automotive dealer groups, boating manufacturers, all over the place. But um, B2B businesses, it, you know, it just, if, if they need help with their marketing, um, they should just uh, go to boostmediagroup.com, fill out the, the contact us form and request a free call. What, what happens on the, on the free call? Is it, is it a high pressure sales uh, <laughs> call? Not at all. So what do we got to so get you into this um, car today? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, it, it's totally not. Uh, what, what I like to do in those, in those half hour sessions is, is kind of like a, a mini half hour strategy workshop in itself. Like I want to find out a, a little bit about the business, their goals, some of the struggles. And, you know, look at some of their competitors and and give them some nuggets of information of what I'm seeing in that initial kind of consult and then talk to them about why, you know, a digital marketing strategy might be a good place to start. Because, you know, 100% of businesses I talk to, they've never put together a marketing plan in writing. Uh, You know, they say the stats are like 80% of businesses don't have a marketing plan. But of the smaller businesses, it's, I think it's near 100. And so, you know, it's no wonder you hire an agency and it doesn't go well. So, you know, I, I try to, if anything, just talk to them about the benefits of that. But I try to give a lot of value in that call so mm-hmm. that they're walking away with some, some information. You know, I, I can tell you that just based on experience, you know, if you have a plan and, and it's like, you have something to measure against in all of your business decisions. Uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, even knowing your, you know, kind of your mission, your purpose and your values, it's like, it, it makes everyday decisions just so much easier and more effective. Um, similarly with a marketing plan, you know, even if it's just, well, who is our audience? Well, if you don't take the time to really identify who that is, 
I mean, you're going to throw a lot of, you're going to waste a lot of time throwing a lot of spaghetti on the wall just to see what sticks. Wouldn't it be nice if, if you had uh, some, some just more focus on that? Oh. And I guess it, that's what you, you, would, you could do with Boost. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and focus where you need it based on your business goals. Because so many businesses are spending marketing dollars in buckets that aren't going to map to helping them with their business goal. It helps with their marketing, but it's not mapping to what their business goal is. And so that's where we're able to, once we've done all that research, is we're able to map what should be implemented to have the biggest impact on their business goals right away. And so that's the, that's the secret sauce. Yeah, I love it. Well, Jeff Paulvino, you're the founder and CEO of Boost Media Group. You're on the web at boostmediagroup.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.